Good morning, guys. Welcome to Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments. I'm your host, Richard Bexham. Today, we're going to be speaking to Jeff Good of Invest in Happiness Costa Rica. Jeff has been in Costa Rica since 2003 and has helped hundreds of people uh, either relocate, buy real estate, or invest here in Costa Rica. He lives in the Flamingo Portrero area up there in the northern part of Costa Rica, the northern Pacific, the Guanacaste region. Uh, so we're going to be talking to him about real estate and investing here. Remember, if you have any questions for Jeff uh, or any future guests, please put them in the comments and we'll be happy to ask them. Uh, and remember to subscribe. Let's get straight into it. Good morning, Jeff. How are you doing? Doing great down here in sunny Costa Rica. Exactly. There are worse places to be, right? <laughs> Lots worse of places you could be right now, for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, if I understand, what year did you move down here? 2003? Uh, 2013 okay. is when we moved down. Wow. So you've been down here quite a while then? Working on eight years now. Yeah. I'm very wow. happy to. Well, I'm, I'm sure during that time, and I mean, you've been in real estate the whole time, correct? Correct. Okay. Well, I, I'm sure during that time that you, you've probably seen some things, but I mean, you know, with everything that's going on at the moment, I mean, what have you seen that's kind of, that's taken you by surprise at the moment? Right now is the amount of people coming in to buy real estate. The market is red hot right now. We can't get anything on the market hardly. So it kind of surprised me coming out of COVID year that we would have as hot a market as we do right now. Wow. And, and you guys are based more up in the Flamingo area, correct? We are in the Flamingo area, but we have four offices. Uh, so we're, we work out of Ocotal, we work out of Petrero, Flamingo, and Tamarindo as our home base, but yep. I work all over Guanacaste. Wow. And so uh, are all the areas really hot and busy at the moment, or is it, is it just the Flamingo Potrero area? Flamingo Potrero is the hottest of the areas, but yep. we're seeing very much an uptick in Coco, Ocotal, Hermosa, as well as down in Nosara and Samra as well. Oh. Well, why, why, why do you think, in your opinion, is Flamingo Potrero so hot at the moment? Well, right now, part of the reason Flamingo Petrero is so hot is we have a new marina coming in. It's a new 171-slip marina that everyone's really excited about. It's actually ahead of schedule. And that's kind of driven prices actually up instead of down because yep. of COVID. So with those going up, everybody's coming into the market here. We actually have a few new builds going on that we didn't have in past years. Our first condo development is going up that's been in probably 10 years. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen something new in the area, right? Correct. You know, the, the Surfside area in particular in Potrero recently, over the last few years, the lots have been available. Lots of lots have been available. And right now there's none available. And the pricing has gone up significantly. I, I, one that I sold a client three years ago for a 500 square meter lot for $30,000, we just recently resold for $90,000. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't, doesn't sound like that's about to slow down anytime soon either, right? No, not at all. We actually have about seven developers now in the area that are building spec homes as well. And we're actually selling those as fast as they can build them. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, let's just talk because again, some of the listeners listening into this might not be familiar with kind of some of the areas of Costa Rica. Uh, again, you said that you're mainly based in the Flamingo Portrero area, but like, what do you believe that that, what's different about that area than areas like say, I don't know, south of Tamarindo or north of Ocotau and Coco? So one thing that we get a lot of in this area, one is all paved roads that come 
all the way from the airport. They can get to Petrero and Flamingo in less than an hour or right at one hour from the airport. We have lots of transportation in the area. It's a growing area, but also some of the best fishing here as well. So a lot of people come here for sport fishing too. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the sport fishing. We do. I've done quite a bit of sport fishing out of Los Sueños, but sometimes the year, you know, it's better to head up north, actually. The fishing can be a lot better up there. And I mean, that's really where it all kicked off in Costa Rica, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, the sport fishing industry. So, um, Yeah, absolutely. Los Sueños has that three to four months that are just awesome fishing down there. Lots of sails, lots of marlins. And then they kind of peter off a little bit and, and it comes further up north. So that's where we, uh, where we have based ourselves. But again, I have exclusive listings in Ubita. I have exclusive listings in La Fortuna, Playa Azul, Montezuma, Tambor. So we really are all over the country as well with commercial real estate too. I mean, for anyone that's looking at the Flamingo area, I mean, how would you describe, how would you describe the community there? Is it, is it like, you know, um, retired people is it young families i mean what do you typically see in that area who's moving there what's brilliant about this area as well is we have both so we have retirees who are moving here and retiring and staying here but we also have two international academies both of which are accredited one is an ib school and one is a college accredited uh, school as well in this area so we actually have a large amount of families with two and three kids who are moving here to get their kids great educations in a bilingual setting so we have really in this area a mix and what's beautiful about Surfside and Potrero is that it's not just a lot of expats living in one community we have Costa Ricans living in there we have Italians we have Germans we have Belgians we have a very good mix there and it's also the younger families who are digital nomads or they work from home in IT as well as the retirees so that's it's excellent yeah yeah I, I must admit you know Flamingo's got one of the uh, probably best infrastructures and also some of the the greatest kind of restaurants and cafes you've got you guys have got going on in that area the schools are great as well I mean I looked at moving there a couple of years back um, we looked at Korea and also La Paz as well um, you know which are two very different schools but two great schools as well so uh, yeah yeah well I mean you know, you've mentioned the word again, I think it's, you mentioned the, the invest in happiness. I mean, a lot of realtors like to stay away from the word invest sometimes, um, you know, just because again, whether they're managing expectations or not. I mean, why do you use that word if you don't want me asking? Well, we use invest in happiness because we're really not talking about investing in necessarily property or real estate, we're actually talking about investing in yourself. So there's a lot of people who invest in the stock market. There's a lot of people who look at investing as a negative connotation. But in Costa Rica, we live the Pura Vida life here. So we're actually investing in ourselves, which brings happiness and makes life a lot better. You must be the first person I think that's ever said that uh, from, a, from a real estate point of view of investing in yourself, which I mean, I, mean, I know it's getting a lot of traction. Um, you know, because again, a lot of people are looking to invest in the market, invest in real estate, but I mean, it's very difficult because you can't kind of buy and sell that investment in yourself. Um, so yeah, very interesting. Yeah. It makes it, a, it, it makes it a little bit harder if you're not investing in yourself. There are people who definitely just want to get a second home and make some money off of it. And that's fantastic. What most people who are moving here full-time are looking for is, that change of life. So a lot of people over the last year have kind of looked at their lives and said that I'm just working. I'm not living right now. 
And yep. so I think more and more people are seeing that I need to invest in my happiness. I need to invest in myself right now. So let me get down, get poor Abita. And we don't always encourage people to upfront buy. If you're going to move here long-term and you haven't lived here yeah. for a while, move down. We can find you a long-term rental for a few months. Make sure you love this area or you might be more settled towards the mountains or a little further south. We want you to move here and be happy. I, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a great piece of advice that a lot of people don't look, that they don't, they don't follow when they first come here. You know, they just come with, I've got to buy real estate. And I think especially at the moment with the market being so hot that they feel like that they need to pull the trigger straight away. Um, you know, because prices might increase, et cetera. But hey, you know, prices might go down. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, but I think it's, I think it's great advice there to rent something to make sure it's the right move for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there is a lot of added pressure right now uh, to buy now because of one pricing and two lack of things on the market. I actually have a client in right now that I sent him about 30 homes and they just got in Saturday. And out of those 30 homes in the 10 days since I sent them that block of homes that we settled on to look at, 10 of them sold Wow! already. So wow. they do feel the pressure, of course, to buy. Well, I mean, also, I'm sure is, again, you know, I, I hear, you know, in, in the US, I mean, there's so much money floating around, there's new capital gains tax potentially coming out, you know, a lot of people might want to take money off the table. I believe Costa Rica is a great, you know, I, I think it's, as you may have said there, it's a lifestyle investment, but also it's a great wealth preservation from the point of view of, we see steady increases here. We may be seeing, you know, kind of, um, you know, I mean, since you've been here, I'm since 2013, I'm sure it's been steady increases, right? It's not been this rapid growth you typically see. Correct. So really in the Surfside Potrero area, when I moved here back in 2013, it, the average sales price was really about $125,000 to $150,000. It was still recovering here from the crash of 2005, 6, 7. Yep. And now our average sale in this year is about $350,000. Yeah. Wow. So it's gone up steadily over time at about 30%, 25% over the last year. So, I mean, if someone's coming down, Jeff, because I get this question quite a lot, I've got like two, $300,000, you know, I'm looking to make an investment in Costa Rica. I mean, what would, you, what would your suggestion be for them? Well, it depends on what area they want to be in, how much time they want to spend here, of course, and to be realistic about what your ROI, your return on your investment is going to be. And if we can manage those expectations, most of them, I would tell them to go ahead and invest in a condo because those have great rate of returns as long as you have the right infrastructure in place and the right management in place. And it's also uh, a little safer to have those. They're easily resellable, but also yep. you don't have to put as much money into maintenance yourself necessarily for the exterior, for the gardener, for the pool guy and that kind of stuff. And then of course, for safety too, you know, make sure that your property is taken care of. If you're only gonna be here three months out of the year, that's nine months that if you're not renting it, it's going to be sitting. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point. I mean, you just mentioned there about managing managing expectations on a return on investment. I mean, what do you mean there? I mean, are you talking that people should be looking at around 4 or 5% or like people, you know, because some people are like, look, I want 10 to 15% returns. I mean, is that even possible, Jeff? It is possible. The, the people who are getting that are very active in their rentals. So they're going back home and they're members of an association or they're members of clubs and things, and they're offering 10% discounts to their friends who book through them and things. Realistically, the 
average occupancy rate for a home or condo in Costa Rica, if you're doing good, you're at about 50 to 55%. If you're, if you're above that, you're really doing excellent and you're probably involved in that. Yep. With all that said, based on the new fees by Airbnb, the property management fees, your HOA fees, the 13% VAT tax, which of course is now passed on to the clients. Honestly, anybody who tells somebody if they're going to make more than 6% on an ROI on a home or condo, they're uh, incorrect. It's yeah. really a four to five to 6% return on an investment, but that's good. You know, most people, if they've got a stock portfolio are not making four to 6%. Well, but you've also got to think about that the asset appreciation as well. And also, as you said, they're investing in your happiness, right? Correct. Yeah. There's a difference in making money and investing in your own happiness, of course. Hey, you can't take it with you, right? Correct. You so, can leave it to some kids, but you might as well have some of it here, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because again, I get a lot of people, you know, my advice to them is always, look, you can get better returns, but you're basically starting your own business, um, you know, and you're going to have to be, and I mean, is it really worth it to spend all of your time in this one condo, investing all this time and management, you know, et cetera, of managing the calendar, getting, you know, marketing done, et cetera. If it's just one, it's going to be a lot of work for a very little return. You might as well just basically make four to 6%, be happy with it and invest maybe potentially your time elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. They a lot of people aren't just investing just to have a buck here. They're yep. investing because it's a vacation home for them. They come down two to three times a year and it's a pretty safe place to invest. You know, there's no military, there's not a lot of political turmoil. So the investment is a solid investment. And again, yep. as we call it, investing in your happiness. Yeah, I agree. You know, we, as I mentioned, we have a vacation rental in Coco, an eight bedroom luxury villa up there. I mean, we've been able to get like 25, 30% returns, but again, we got a massive luxury travel agency behind us that fills it up, you see. Um, so, you know, it's, that's a completely different ball game, but it's, that's, that's our business. Correct. Yeah. So there's a big difference in trying to do an Airbnb yourself and finding a professional company, of course. Most professional companies like your travel agency, their bread and butter is the bigger houses, the luxury houses, getting the full package travel in and yep. everything. They're not into the onesie, twosie, one bedroom, two bedroom places because it's that return on the investment isn't there. Even commercial real estate, true commercial real estate here in Costa Rica, your average return on investment is going to be about eight to 10%. It's not going to be to the 10 to 20 that most places are looking for either. Yep. So yeah, it's great to have the, the companies like yours be able to have that marketing push to have that uh, access to the numbers that you can reach. Yeah. Yeah. So again, re, uh, listeners, just remember, if you're going to invest in Costa Rica and you just want to hold something, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle investment and inv investment in your happiness. And again, expect to make kind of four to 6%, which again, I don't think is bad. You're diversifying your portfolio. Uh, you get to spend some time down here during the year. Um, you know, so, well, Jeff, I mean, if we had a time machine and were to go back to, wow, I don't know, say 2015, 2016, and I said that you had to invest into something in Costa Rica, what would you have invested in and why? I would invest in land, Yep, mostly in this area in Petrero and Flamingo, because houses, you have maintenance on condos, you have maintenance on the land prices are rising steadily without yep. large spikes. And the hold cost on those is very minimal. 
you know, one quarter of 1% in taxes uh, is very low. So if I have a $100,000 lot, my hold cost is only $250 a year. And then maybe I have to pay one of the guys to go and chop the couple of hundred dollars on a 500 square meter lot to clean yep. it up and make it look good. If I had done that years ago in 2014, 15 timeframe, I would be tripling my money right now. Wow. Wow. There you go, guys. There you go. You should get into it now. Uh, I mean, beyond everything that you've said, would there be any other piece of advice that you'd give to listeners to looking to potentially invest or buy real estate in Costa Rica? Yeah. If you're looking to invest, there's a couple of things. You need a good real estate agent. A lot of people try to avoid that, but if they've been licensed in Canada or the United States or somewhere else prior, they know the business, they know the ins and outs, they know the legalities and things to avoid, especially somebody who's been here a while. If you're legally doing real estate in Costa Rica these days, you need to be SUHEF registered, which means the lawyers, escrow, and us as real estate agents are SUHEF registered, which means we're as financially responsible for the money coming in as the other companies. Yep. But you also need a great lawyer and always get an inspection and survey. Yep. I, I agree. There are a lot of people that don't get the inspection survey. I'm helping a friend out at the moment and she just bought a condo down here. And I was like, you need a home inspection survey, you know? So. Yeah. The home inspections are very important. And more and more over the last couple of years, uh, we actually have Americans investing in their happiness or Canadians. We have some in this area that are certified in the United States and maintain their certification oh, in wow. the United States. So we've gone from uh, an engineer inspecting your home and getting a semi-report to actually professional certified inspectors giving full reports like we expect out of the U.S. and the Canada. Wow. Well, that, I mean, that's great news for the industry, to be honest with you. I mean, it sounds like it's getting a lot more professional, which is, uh, you know, which will, always helps. Yeah, the SUHEF registration to me is, is a big one, and I think it's going to have a large effect over the next couple of years. You have to be a permanent resi resident to yep. be SUHEF registered as well which is important, which means you've invested time here to make sure you know the property, make sure you know the laws and regulations, and those are ever evolving. Yep. So yeah, we truly want to make sure people move here and get involved in the communities and be part of the community. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's, again, I think it's one of the most important things here is if you are going to come down here to Costa Rica is to really involve yourself in the community, just because, again, it is extra special, uh, I mean, the community is down here, but again, why would you move down here to Costa Rica and not be part of the community? Yeah. You know, you get some people that move down here and they're like, why isn't it like in the U S when I go to the bank and it only takes me five minutes to walk in and out. And it's like, well, you're living in Costa Rica. It's, it's a central American country. Why would you want it to be like you moved away from? Exactly. You might as well have just gone to, to, to Florida. Yeah. Might as well just, yeah. Visited Florida, jumped into the bank, jumped out hot and sweaty, but yep happy and quick. <laughs> well, we met, we were mentioning just that we were discussing a, a few things here before we kind of jumped on this call. But I mean, where do you believe that the gap in the real estate market is at the moment? So there's there's a couple of gaps. Uh, one, for luxury homes and high end real estate, we're seeing an influx of buyers, but there's not quite enough of those coming. Um, so I think there's a little bit of a gap there, but for true real estate and investing purposes, one, our inventory is getting low because the real estate is so hot here, but we're missing that two to 300,000 is really the true moniker and benchmark for investing here. Yep. You know, not everybody has a half a million dollars to be able to lay down in cash and there's not a lot of financing here. 
Scotiabank is starting to finance North Americans. It is a little difficult to be able to get that financing, but it does get there. But that two to $300,000 really is a great benchmark. And I've been in asking investors and developers recently to start building three bedroom homes. And it doesn't have to be grandiose, beautiful homes, make them in the two to 300,000 range and rent them as well. So if you really want some solid return on your investments in this area, because of the schools, we need long-term rentals with a three bedroom or four bedroom, and you can make money that way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I remember, again, this was a couple of years back. I was looking to move up there and I was looking for a three bedroom house in the Flamingo area. I mean, you were looking over $2,000 a month. Now I can only imagine what that is to today, you know, with demand. So. Yeah. The three bedrooms, actually no homes are available up here right now. There's yeah. a couple of condos that I have on the market, a two bedroom. That's a block from the beach, 1550 a month plus electricity, but that's, that's not terrible. Happen. That's not terrible. Not terrible. We've been trying to manage the pricing and manage the expectations here. But a three-bedroom home is going to be running you twenty-five hundred to three thousand a month right now. A four-bedroom plus is going utilities, to be 3, 000, plus utilities. Yeah. So you're looking at somewhere around four thousand a month, including utilities and everything. And honestly, again, you can't find them. People yeah. would love to be into them, so they're moving into two-bedroom places. So developers, anyone that's listening to this that's a developer, please come down and build two, two to three hundred thousand uh, dollar houses, please, in this in this area. Yeah, I'm actually working with a couple of developers right now that are looking at large tracts of land. And if they invest in it, part of that investment is going to be the lower end, uh, low pricing of the housing, two to three hundred thousand dollars. Of course, up on the hills, there'll be some higher end homes and things. Yep. But that two to three hundred thousand is what will sell better than anything else. I agree. I agree. Well, Jeff, my last question for you, which is a question that I like to ask every single one of my guests, if you inherited $500,000 today, I think I know the answer to this, but if you invested $500,000 today and you had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you do with it and why? Well, I don't know. I may surprise you a couple of times. I, I love the business aspect always, but honestly, again, I, I'm going to, I would invest it in land first and land that I could develop uh, yep. Water is important here, but that land is what's always going to continue to go up in the price. And I would be able to get a lot more for bang for my buck on land. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, if you had to do a business, what would you, what would you think about doing? Huh. Not, not giving too much away, of course. Yeah. If I had to do a business, I would probably at this point do, do a boutique hotel myself. Yep. Because that is becoming more and more. And with that boutique hotel, I would probably work with other boutique hotels throughout the country because we're no longer seeing somebody come in and stay for 10 to 14 days in one area. They're coming to Flamingo, then they're going to Nosada or Samara, then they're heading to Manuel Antonio, and they're heading back up to La Fortuna Arenal before they leave. So I would invest in probably a couple of boutique hotels, two or three in different areas, and be able to take people from one area to the other via our own transportation and create a system where they could be at the beach one day, they could be further down at Manuel Antonio the next day for three days and see the jungles and the, the national park and then cut back up and hit R and all to see the volcanoes and stuff. Wow. I think that's great advice. I mean, I, I think investment in land is a great long-term play. I think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I think boutique hotels is, I own one, you know, when they're great, they're great. There's a lot of moving parts to it. 
um, you know, um, but yeah, it, could, it can be great, especially if it's owner run. If it's owner run, you don't have that cost of management, et cetera. You know, you can kind of do all of the stuff yourselves. I think it could be, it, it could be great. So, yeah. Well, Jeff, it's been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate you taking the time coming on the show. Um, and again, anyone wants to contact Jeff, all the contact details will be in the description. Um, but again, thanks very much and have a good one, Jeff. Thank you for having me on and uh, you have a great day. Yeah, you too, buddy. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Oh.